0: Max, is life a game? No. Okay. Well, that, that settles <laughs> that. Let's get out of here. Ding. Max, can can one make life a game?
1: Nope.
0: Okay, that's a lie. <laughs> now you're just not even trying.
1: You are listening to Priority, a podcast about choices, limitations, and getting stuff done. Priority is hosted by Katie Leipman and her brother, Max Leipman. That's me. Today's episode is entitled, My Forensics Pal. For complete show notes, including links to anything we discuss on the podcast today, visit us online at priority.fm 39.
0: I was thinking back from um, things we talked about in a previous week, um... About the ways that we measure ourselves and value our work and communicate that value. Mm -hmm. But then I was thinking also about the idea that um, there are certain ways you can structure your work so that you stay motivated and engaged, even when you aren't trying to necessarily prove something to an outside audience. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was thinking about the idea of gamification, right? So turning... Any process in itself into um, some sort of game or competition, even if it's just a competition against yourself, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. So there's that.
1: No. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I think there's. I think it's a good topic. I think it's good. <laughs> it'll be good. Good and good for us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's something I've seen a lot of um, a lot of nerds talking about lately. Um, when you talk about you know making something in your work or your life into a game, um, it, one thing that's come up a lot in the last year in sort of like the podcast circles that that I follow, like the people whose whose tech shows I listen to, is uh, fitness trackers and things. And you know, making making a game out of counting various fitness related things has has for a long time been a real thing. Like you know. Those didn't come out within the last year, but um, a lot of like the Apple blogosphere, Apple Podcast podcastosphere kind of people um, within the last year have just discovered it because you know the Apple Watch came out, and a bunch mm-hmm. of these guys now have. And I'm saying guys, I mean it's women too, but the people I'm talking about are primarily guys um, have have discovered this you know wonderful thing that is called fitness tracking. And, um, <laughs> talk about how, you know, they, it's, it's helped them cause they actually do enjoy the game of, you know, making sure they, they call it filling the rings. Cause on the Apple watch, there's a little, little circular display that shows you three things, which I think is the number of minutes that you've gotten your heart rate up, um, over a certain level and, uh, whether or not you stood enough times throughout the day. Um, it gives you a little, little buzz if you sit down for too long and mm-hmm. I don't remember what the other one is, number of steps probably. Um, and they talk about having to fill their rings and how you know they they're doing those things more than they were before because they they don't oh. want to miss a day but anyway, i mean that's a, that's a good for anybody who doubts the power of this kind of thing i think that's a that's a pretty good illustration of of the way that something that we might not think of as that exciting or fun even like standing up once <laughs> an hour to make sure that your brain isn't dying a slow death from sitting too long um or taking a certain number of steps or getting a certain amount of cardiovascular exercise every day you know, can actually become a game and become fun to people who are by nature or habit or, or character or whatever, like, you know, where that's the opposite of fun to them.
0: Right, right. Um, and it's interesting, too, because it's not that any of these ideas are novel to this moment. It's just that there are a lot of platforms, a lot of different technologies that are making it super easy to gamify things. Mm -hmm. Right. Sure. So, you know, you could have always said, okay, when I've, I've walked for this many miles or something for this distance, um, then this thing will happen. I will, um, let myself enjoy 10 minutes of this, uh, show that I enjoy Mm -hmm. or something. Um, right. Or I will enjoy this treat if I meet all of my exercise Mm -hmm. goals for the week
1: well and and there's always been like you could always keep score i mean a lot of this is you want to see the with a lot of these fitness trackers you want to see the streak of the number of days that like you hit your step goal or Mm -hmm. or whatever you fill your rings on your apple watch and you could always do that like you could always have like a little notebook and give yourself a little little check marks you know a little ben franklin pocket notebook and um you know mark off how how well you were doing your virtues today or whatever um Mm -hmm. All of which, by the way, is a real thing. Um, But there's something, there is something that's new, I think, in that that we've got a lot of technology that will do this for us at this point. Um, uh, Like, I've quipped at you before, I think, I don't know if it was on the air or not, about um, when it comes to fitness, step tracking in particular. Like, you could always write down how much you exercised if you wanted to keep track of that. Mm -hmm. Um, You could not practically count your steps taken during the day.
0: Right, right.
1: Well, and not and not do anything else. I mean, I mean, I guess you could if you had to. But
0: <laughs> I'm picturing someone like brushing off all of their acquaintances on their path, <laughs> just sort of waving to be like, "Nope, nope, nope," I'm trying to count to themselves:
1: seven thousand
0: seven hundred eighty-seven,
1: seven thousand eight hundred eighty. Hey, Max! Ah! <sighs> start over. Now I have to start over. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. Um, I think another another thing that again, it's not that this is a, is a, a new element or wasn't possible before, but something that um, I would call it insidious, just because of how how infrequently I actually want to use this feature. Um, but the ability to link to your contacts and people you may know mm-hmm. to compare all of these different things, absolutely. That's a layer to this that's sort of astonishing to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What's been your experience with that sort of thing?
1: Uh, I, you know, it's funny in theory, I always like that. Like I'm always excited about <laughs> things that, which is, it, it's weird on two levels. First of all, it's weird that I, you know, the, the Uber introvert, um, who always riffs on this podcast about how much I dislike people and dealing with them, um, I'm always kind of excited by social features uh, appearing in things being added to things, um, which is again surprising because of who I am. But then on the other hand, it's also surprising because I always find that exciting and a selling point, and then I hardly ever use them. Um, hmm. So that's one thing. I and I mean I've I've shared various levels of things out of my Fitness Pal before. Um, as I've said previously on the podcast I had pretty good success with that and that's a very gamified kind of platform Um, Mm -hmm. you know it it gives you the streak of the number of days you've logged in you know there's nice colorful charts and graphs and and numerical scores telling you how you're doing in terms of your your calorie goals and whatever else you want to track in there Um, and it's I I find it I do find it interesting and useful and even kind of helpful to connect that a little bit to other people like there's a few people who I have as contacts within my fitness pal. Um mm-hmm. like Courtney and and my sister-in-law and my father-in-law and a, just a couple random people I happen to know who are using the app. Um we we're all, you know, we're I forget what they call it in their friends or something. Um fitness pals. <laughs> friends or something. <laughs> we're all fitness pals. That's what we are. <laughs> Um, so we're pals in the app. Um, but you also have a lot of control over what they can see. And, like, I don't share everything. Like, nobody gets to see what I ate. Like, nobody gets to see that. Um, I think I used to have it sharing my exercise out to, like, Facebook and stuff. Now I don't think I'm sharing, I might not be sharing anything to Facebook. I'm certainly not sharing exercise. Um... So yeah, I, I don't know. At this point, basically all anybody sees is like if I happen to write a blog post and then if I lose any weight and if I complete my calorie goal for a day or if I yeah, – I, it doesn't tell people that you don't hit your calorie goal, but it will just say like finished this journal entry for today if you finish it and didn't complete your goal. So you can kind of infer that someone went over. Oh
0: my. <laughs> mm, it's almost a euphemism at that mm-hmm.
1: point. Yeah. But so I mean they can see they can see whether I'm using it or not and they can see if I'm hitting my my calorie goal or not is about mm. it. And and only then when I actually do those things. Um, and there is one more you mentioned insidious. There is one I don't know if insidious is quite the right word, but but you know in the way that people mean when they talk about sharing stuff. There is one slightly creepy thing in this as well, and I'm not sure if you can turn this off. If I or anybody I know, you know, anybody in our circle of of, um, of fitness pals. Um, doesn't log in after a certain for a certain number of days like it will suggest to other people in the network hey we haven't seen so and so in a while you might want to give them a little encouragement which is a little weird
0: what do you think and i i don't know that you've read anything about it do you know what the developer's motivation for that was well i think a lot of just that accountability i I
1: think it is accountability i think it's that thing and, and i mean this is pretty widely documented if you have a um a workout buddy um Or a fitness pal, if you will. (laughs) That, I think, in the research is pretty well correlated with actually sticking to a new exercise, you know, routine or what have you. Um, If you've got someone to to do that with, um, it, you know, it builds your motivation to actually do it and builds accountability. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and some of it might just be like you've got somebody on the days where you don't feel like doing it, you know, uh, Beth will say, Hey, are we running? You know, (laughs) but anyhow, yeah, I I don't know. And I, I don't. I've never received encouragement like that from anybody that I can recall. So I don't know. I don't know if, it's, if it works. I don't know if it helps people, but I think that's the reasoning. But it just feels kind of odd because it is something that the app will tell people I know about what I am doing or not doing that I don't tell it to tell. Yeah. You know, and I think that's where yeah. that's where people get a little freaked out by this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be like if Facebook could... Um, if Facebook could scan your photos, so Google photos has this thing. I'm sure Facebook has something similar. Um, I know they, I know they have some facial recognition stuff already, but Google has this thing in their new photos app where it will scan through your photos and use pattern matching and things to identify objects and themes and events and places, um, that you Hmm. didn't tag. So like if you upload all your photos into Google photos and type like beer, it'll find all the photos that appear to have beer in them. And it's supposed to be remarkably good at this, um, and it would kind of be like if Facebook sees photos that have you and who it knows to be your con- committed significant other through your relationship status, and if it finds pictures of the two of you and could identify a ring, that it automatically changes your status to engaged and tells everybody. Ugh. You know, it'd be like that kind of thing. <laughs> and it's a lot smaller scale, but you know, that's where people start to say, "Ooh, creepy." Mm-hmm.
0: You know, is when the
1: <laughs> when the machine becomes sentient. Um, (laughs) we, we talked, we talked several weeks ago about, you know, automation and machines taking your jobs. This would be machines automating Mm. and taking your social media presence away from you.
0: Well, what I'm thinking about though, is that, uh, so even when we choose not to partake in some of these features, the technology, so many, the, I sound like an old person, the Facebook, um, <laughs> the technology, um, I didn't know how, how I wanted to structure that mm-hmm. sentence, so yeah. we'll, well,
1: we'll give it. As, as I once said at Nebraska uh, <laughs> Leadership Seminar board meeting, the young people, they love the Facebook.
0: Oh my goodness, so true. Well, you see, Max, the technology, yeah. Um, even when we don't choose to partake in some of these features, so so the linking and the contacts thing, I I, I feel like I see it everywhere, and I I never actually want to choose to partake in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the so many of these systems are set up to make suggestions to us mm-hmm. to reduce the friction of these things, mm-hmm. um, right? So, like, I'm thinking of you know the tagging capabilities on Facebook and things like that. Um, it's, it's like those systems are getting really good at reading what they see Mm -hmm. and making suggestions, even if they're never right or never right, even if they're not always right. Right. Um, They are primed to make suggestions and learn and take in new information to adjust in the future. Um, but I'm thinking too about, and I'll find it for notes. Um, uh, there was a study about one feature. I don't know if they still do it. Um, for instance, when, when you see a picture of yourself that someone has posted, um, and possibly tagged of you, you can report the item and then give, give Facebook some feedback about why you're reporting that item. Um, and even though it's not a reason for Facebook to take it down, it was allowing people to report when they were embarrassed by photos of Mm themselves, themselves, um, but then what it would do in response to that particular response is it would prompt you to send a direct message to the person who had posted it. Right. So rather than simply reporting it and let a flag go often to the Facebook nether and, and whatever, mm-hmm. um, it would prompt you to, you know, like human to human contact almost, um, you know, draft a short message or I think it even now I'm messing this up because I think it had a short prompt with it. um, the draft text might've been something like, um, Hey, so, and so I saw this picture and it's a little embarrassing for me. Would you mind taking it down? Mm -hmm. Um, and they found that when they offered a really structured prompt and, and suggested it to you as the first, um, line of action over reporting the photo, um, the number of, of that type of message and, and the corresponding drop in that type of report just skyrocketed in response. Um, so even though that's a really straightforward, direct, (laughs) pretty common sense response to that type of situation, that nudging from the system is what got people Mm -hmm. to stop being so passive about it. Mm. I don't know. So I'm just thinking about the ways that, um... You know, in that case, it's it's people at Facebook recognizing this is a common issue and probably has a pretty simple solution. Right. Um, well, so just nudging people toward um, a better response, probably usually a more effective response. Right. Well,
1: I mean, it's – it's um, and and not that that's not a good response. I mean, taking it up with the person who's posting it is is surely always a – well, surely often – Surely, some of the time, it's, that's a good idea, a good way to handle it—the um, mm-hmm. mature way and the easiest way. But I mean, the other thing that occurs to me in this, and the thing that we should keep in mind, especially if we're talking about gamification um, in particular, uh, is that that's also the solution that is best for Facebook, because mm-hmm. even even if even if the number of people who who um, click a link to report a photo or or whatever the link said. You know, it may, you know, goes up tenfold, a hundredfold, um, as a result of this change. If the vast majority of them then just use end up using the little prompts and sending a quick email and never actually reporting anything to Facebook itself for action, that's that's to Facebook's benefit because mm-hmm. any reported photo, at least in theory, is something for them to do. You know, if right. someone is saying, "Hey, this photo is a problem. I need it taken down." Like they, they may ultimately not take it down, but they, you know, I, I, arguably, I would argue, have a responsibility to, and certainly might feel a responsibility to, to do something about that, to at least look at the request, to mm-hmm. at least think about, it, to at least respond to this person. Um, that goes into somebody's queue. That's work to be done. Whereas a message from one user to another, I mean, you know, a, a billion of those is not a job that anybody at Facebooks to do. They just go mm-hmm. through the system obviously there's like a server administrator who has to make sure the server can handle it. But other than that, like it's nobody, nobody has to look through those and make sure they're okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it's worth pointing out like, yeah, in this case that is the best solution, but the important thing I think in this story is that it's also the best solution for Facebook.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, they're, they're decreasing their own workload. Um, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. And the thing from my fitness pal is almost the inverse example getting real humans to talk to each other so that they're more active on the Mm -hmm. site is good for the site. Right,
1: exactly. And that's, I mean, a lot Mm -hmm. lot of gamification is about, um, you know, how do we, how do we get people more engaged? How do we get people active? Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Your little, the little red number that shows up on every website. I talked way back in, I think, episode four, um, when we talked about inbox zero, about how every site on the internet is now an inbox. Every site has a little mm-hmm. red number indicating how many undealt with things you have. Um, some people, I think, like to see that number because, hey, it means something's going on. They have something to go do. Mm-hmm. But I, the, the point of that number, and I think the way most people interpret it, is that's a thing to get down to zero if you can. Like that's, that's mm-hmm. the number of things to go deal with. Um, as those come in, you want to go deal with them. And every yeah. site on the Internet has realized that we all have that impulse, and that's why every site is an inbox now. Um, you know, you don't, they don't, LinkedIn doesn't need to show you the number of things that you need to deal with in three different, on on three different categories at the top of the screen, uh, except for that they want you to stick around long enough to deal with them. (laughs) You know, it's to their benefit that you stay on the site and you connect with more people and engage with your brand and synergize your career job listing (sighs) prospects, opportunity. I don't even, I don't even have good, good business douche jargon here. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I'll, just say link- I'll, just, I'll just say LinkedIn is useless and move on um, <laughs> but like you know it's to it's too all these sites advantage and I think you know Facebook in particular is is kind of famous for this um, they're really good at figuring out ways to keep you on the site a little bit longer mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah no I know that I'm so conditioned by that um, there's an academic planning site that my institution uses I can't figure out why but the notifications even after I've dealt with items mm-hmm. won't clear
1: see that's bad gam- gamification I said gamification oh. <laughs> um, gamification <laughs> that's where you bombard somebody with gamma rays and they turn into a giant Yay. green rage monster um, yeah no that's bad gamification because now you don't get any reward
0: mm-hmm. like now you're
1: not motivated to go clear them because it won't matter
0: Right. Opposite. I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's real. So everything takes longer anyway. Yeah.
1: That for a, like,
0: this isn't helpful. There
1: was a period, I feel like it was just last year. It might've been longer ago than that. But at some point in the last few years where LinkedIn was doing that to me, I, w- I would just have notifications mm. that I just could not get rid of.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it, it really made me want to delete LinkedIn, which I still have not done. Cause I yeah. don't even know why.
0: Oh geez. On the flip side at a Previous job, um, we used an online project management system that I think perhaps no longer exists. It was called AtTask, which is sort of hilarious because all run together in the URL, it was just a task.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, it sounds kind of like attack. Uh
0: Uh-huh, yeah. AtTask. But in that system, the notifications would... They they had a shelf life on them. Mm-hmm. So I'm if I am rem- remembering correctly, um no matter whether you had actually clicked on your full list of notifications, they would disappear on you.
1: Mm.
0: Um like from the mm-hmm. active, hey, you haven't looked at this icon. Right. But also the ongoing feed mm-hmm. of notifications. Oh, it was maddening. You know and it had nothing to do with whether or not you had reviewed them.
1: Right. There's a um this is something that actually <laughs> Welcome back to Notification Corner with Max and Katie. Um,
0: it's in the top right, by the oh, way. Oh,
1: okay, great. <laughs> I was My mouse keeps going up to the top left, and I just end up back on the homepage. I didn't know what was going
0: Notification on.
1: Notification Corner. Um, yeah, I something that drives me kind of crazy and it is a design pattern i see i see it on android stuff a lot um i feel like almost every app on my on my nook tablet before it broke um was working this way and uh microsoft's um outlook um the their application that's not not outlook the office app but outlook.com their free webmail thing and and mm-hmm. the various like mobile apps that are tied to it do this thing that drives me crazy, which is if you have unread items or undealt with items that you have been notified of, you know, the, the, Mm -hmm. again, the red badge numbers, and you go look at that inbox, even if you don't click on any of them, even if you don't dismiss any of them, even if you don't deal with any of them, when you go back out, that counter disappears. Um, and now that I think about this, (laughs) everything on windows phone worked this way. I had a windows phone in 2013. Um, and, Like, it would show you, like, if you got three email messages since the last time you checked your email, you'd get a little badge on your lock screen with an email icon, and it would say three. But if you looked Mm -hmm. at that inbox, even if you left all three of those messages new and unread, that three would go away, would never show up again. Your next email message comes in, it says one. Mm. Uh, And that drove me crazy. uh, Because that's, Mm. you know... Um, a notification is not just a signal to me that something has changed and I just need to know when it changed and then I never need to know about it again. Like that's also, that's also a flag, a bookmark. That's something saying, come back to this.
0: Right. You know, or yeah, in this case, it's just a red badge of short attention. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm, if, if three really important messages came in, uh, and once I get out of my email. That three is gone from the email, and I don't get any more email messages for a week. I'm not going to look again for a week. Because if there's Mm -hmm. nothing in my email, I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't go into my inbox to hang out.
0: (laughs) You don't just pull up a chair and welcome to Inbox Zero with
1: Katie and Max.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm picturing what my inbox would look like if it were a room.
1: I'm picturing it. It's kind of like um, the the like white universe that that Johnny Ive sits in for the Apple product videos.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Or or for that matter, where um, where I'm a Mac and I'm a PC were back in those days.
0: Hmm. I could picture a window though, too. Mm. I don't know, because sometimes you can see things that are coming, or you know that they're coming. Mm-hmm. So that would be mm-hmm. a, a good representation of that.
1: Yeah, for sure for sure mm-hmm. but but yeah, I mean, I mean, I think this is this is an example of, of kind of you know bad gamification again, like it's a misuse of a signal like the we can argue about whether or not we should be keeping score by how quickly we can get our red badge down to zero and make it go away, mm-hmm. but at least that's something that motivates me to eventually come back and deal with the things um, in in effect, Microsoft right. has taken the score away and and Android apps that do this have taken the score away.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like,
1: you know, <laughs> here's the points on the board and you can go try to answer them by putting your own points on the board. But either way, in a couple of minutes, the points are going to be gone. So it doesn't matter.
0: Right. Or or on, somewhere on the scoreboard, there's a timer, but it only changes at every hour, not at mm-hmm. um, every minute or something. <laughs> you can only see it when the hour changes.
1: <laughs> Big hourglass on the scoreboard. <laughs>
0: If you want to know the time, you have to stop mm-hmm. and count the grains of sand. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like, you know, they, they took something that is arguably a game you can never win. Like, you know, again, back to that episode four, we, we did, you know, your inbox will not stay at zero forever for any of these things, mm-hmm. um, unless you're dead. And even then, somebody's still going to send you email because they won't know the difference. Oh, right,
0: right, right. Um, it will not stay at zero when you're dead. Yeah. Just for so you. So it'll <laughs> only, your inbox
1: will only stay at zero if everyone you know is dead. And also everyone oh, my. is in spam. <laughs> Once the robots come, um but and actually that's not even true because most of the email I get comes from robots anyways, so all uh, oh, my
0: robots are dead.
1: What are we talking about?
0: I don't know, but it's <laughs> I like it i'm 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 in the inbox room and I'm picturing the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The future is now. it is robots and uh, <clears throat> dead friends
1: and- <laughs> you, you know what's actually, I know what's happened. I know what happened to the podcast. <laughs> um, going going back to my fitness pal, I'm the last couple of days I've had this meal replacement plan going. I don't know if you've heard of these meal replacement diets, but um, I've replaced at least one meal a day with cake and ice cream because we happen to have <gasps> some around. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. I think I'm a little hyper right now.
0: Yeah. I had a cinnamon roll mm. for a meal today. Mm, very good. Uh, I mean, in a manner of speaking, but I mean, here we are. Yeah,
1: indeed. Indeed. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's a that's an example of somewhere where there there could you know again we can argue that it's not a healthy game to be playing, but it's at least a game that keeps me doing something productive, which is dealing with mm-hmm. my email. Um, right. You know, and I don't know to to me that's I will say too like you know, I talked about a creepy example like where this gets creepy when when sites and programs decide on their own to start telling other people about what we're up to. Um, I I personally find all of it a little bit creepy. Um, Anything that is gamified I always want to say gamified.
0: You don't like that word, do you? I don't.
1: Anything that is gamified for anything but my own interest with anything but my own total participation and awareness I find Mm -hmm. really distasteful. It's one of the reasons I'm not on Facebook very much except for to promote my podcast that I have with (laughs) my sister that everyone's probably sick of me talking about because it's all I put on Facebook. Um... (laughs) But I don't spend much time on Facebook. I don't spend much time on LinkedIn because I feel like the whole thing is designed to keep me there as long as it possibly can, mm-hmm. and I don't like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Katie, your thoughts?
0: Yeah, no, I'm thinking about that. Um, mm, the thing I'm stuck on, and I'm not—I'm not bypassing what you just said, but I'm—I'm I'm similarly trying to reflect mm-hmm. on on the parts that don't work for me. Um, And I keep thinking about all these accountability things Mm -hmm. and wanting things to be, um, if not a group competition, but some sort of group comparison as if that's valuable. Um, But for me, if other people are involved, there's always going to be comparison and competition. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not, the things where it comes up for me, that's not terribly motivating for me. Um, If I were doing it for other people or for status. I would be doing things totally differently anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Like if I, it's like with my fitness pal. I I've had friends who um, will put out general posts on social media looking for more contacts, more people that they actually mm-hmm. know in the real right. world to to join them on there because it's a huge accountability thing. Right. People establish their goals. Um, you know, they can see when. Um, so, like a person I'm thinking of in particular would log food and would that would make that available to friends mm-hmm. um, so that other people knew when they had six slices of pizza right and and that and was you it. can
1: do that like you can expose mm-hmm. everything you put in there to your um, mm-hmm. your fitness pals
0: mhm and for that person <laughs> to your fitness pals <laughs> it's just really funny to me um and for that person, that was really valuable, but that just sounds like. You know that's one of the one of the levels of hell, right? It's other people watching you eat. I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah. And like,
0: I have a fine relationship with food. I'm not ashamed of my diet, right? You know? Like I've I've mentioned previously, I log the stuff myself, mm-hmm. so that I can stay aware.
1: Right, right. Hmm. Yeah, I I think I think there is. I mean, this is this might be an introvert extrovert thing. I, there is there is a motivating factor there, though. I would say. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I have an especially bad or complicated relationship to food. But you know, when I'm when I'm with people, I'm certainly less likely to make a completely cockamamie choice. Um, I'm I'm not going to make like three pounds of ramen and then pour Thai peanut sauce all over them when I'm hanging out with people. Um, not that I do that very often alone, but I have literally never done that with another human being. Um, <laughs> So I can, I can <laughs> I see like... it. I wouldn't want to do it. I can see it, though. I can see why someone would be
0: uh-huh. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: yeah I, don't, I don't know. I mean, everybody's going to take pictures of their cute food for Instagram anyhow, so you're kind of sharing that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Right. But then it's, a, it's more about the aesthetics mm-hmm. than judging the choice yeah. necessarily.
1: Instagram, also uh. heavily gamified. You're always looking for all the likes you can get, mm-hmm. all those little hearts you collect on your pictures.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of... Um, yeah, so that's my takeaway. Um, I hear what you're saying about control mm-hmm. and wanting to to actively participate when you want to. Right. Um, and for me, it's sort of the, the grouping, the accountability thing. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So I was trying to think of other little um, things that I will do too. Sometimes it's just a matter of framing, like... Um, so even if I'm in a spell where I haven't been on Facebook or checking social media or browsing mm-hmm. Pinterest or anything for a while, if I have a bit of work that I have a lot of resistance toward, like if I have a pile of grading that I've been putting off and it's stressing me out and whatever, um, sometimes I'll just, I'll just frame my, my normal dinking around on the internet stuff as a reward, um, so that I can tell myself, okay, well, the objective is do this and then you can go check Facebook or do this and then you can go um, look at craft projects you were thinking about on Pinterest mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I've done that as a sort of control mechanism too, where um, <laughs> during my, my undergraduate I just degree, almost brought
1: this up and then I thought, I'm going to keep oh, my mouth wait. shut because I'll bet she's going to go there anyhow.
0: Nice. Well, I, and I feel like it applies because... It, it changed the rules of the rest of the game, right? It changed the, the, the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, during my undergraduate degree, I would message our mother and ask her to change my Facebook password um, mm-hmm. and say, okay, well, I'm working on this final paper or I need to, to prep for these meetings or I need to prep for this speech tournament um, by this time. Um and she'd want to make sure, oh, okay, well when should I give it back to you? And and basically um well, so I guess that's a form of accountability though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. No, it's, I think it I think it know.
1: still applies. Yeah, I mean it's it's you're know. still talking about shaping your behavior by attaching um, you know, some kind of external you know, it's it's um you are making an artificial external reward, but, I mean, that's what all of this is. You know, like, you're, right. you're, the number of likes you got on your post on Facebook, it's it's not actually, like, you know, a, a stock exchange ticker going by telling you you're rich. Um, it's not even really telling you you have rich and fulfilling friendships. I'm sorry, um, listeners. You you don't have a thousand <gasps> friends. Um, <laughs> that's not what that word means. Uh <laughs> but uh but it you know you're you're doing something similar though you are saying this thing that i enjoy this online community of people that i've interacted with in the real world and now know only as people on this blue <laughs> wasteland um yes ma'am. i'm locking myself out of it <laughs> until such time as i fulfilled this criteria or until mm-hmm. finals week is over and hopefully i will have fulfilled mm-hmm. my criteria anyways um
0: mm-hmm. yeah i don't
1: know i i don't know that i've ever done that i actually did do something fairly similar um I, it was always up to me volitionally to go change but um i have been watching a tv show that uh recently wrapped up its first season called Mr Robot on USA um hmm. and i didn't watch it while it was on tv i've been watching digital copies that are um uh let's let's say they fell off the back of a truck um <sighs> and i had watched the first 4 episodes and was heading into a two-week period where I had the final for my first accounting class and my second accounting class that was following it beginning and the mm-hmm. midterm for my humanities class and the entire company I worked for was converting uh, to an uh, a new software platform. Oh, my heaven. And uh, there were a couple other things, too, but I'm now forgetting them because you know, the last two weeks have just been a blur. Um, and now that it's over... Um, you know, I can, I can get back to it. But anyhow, what I, what I did was, um, shortly before I headed into this period, I had realized like, you know, three nights in a row I'd spent an hour and a half watching TV that would still be waiting for me at the far end of all this. And I wasn't any (laughs) further ahead on any of the stuff that I was supposed to be doing. So I right. deleted the rest of them, and I said, you know what, I will go find them, um, perhaps copies that didn't fall off the back of a truck, <laughs> digitally. Um, you know, I'll, I'll stream this from somewhere after, afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I took the option off the table of even participating in that. Now, I could always mm-hmm. go find them again, but it's work mm-hmm. I now have to do. And, and I mean, with some of this stuff, and this is maybe a broader tip than just the gamifying something or keeping score, but... Uh, with a lot of this stuff, you know, just like it doesn't take that much to, to get you into the habit of actually participating. You know, Gamifying, we give you an easy way to track it, and then we give you a little reward, even if it's just a number or a buzz or a notification or a badge on your profile. Mm-hmm. You know, We give you this little reward if you do it. It takes a little friction away from doing it. Um, the reverse is also true. If you add just a little bit of friction to something, you're at least a little bit more likely to pause long enough to say, you know what, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, and I mean, sure enough, it works. In those two weeks, I have not not tried to watch any of the rest of that series because right. I had you know one more step and some waiting to do before I could. So anytime I thought about it, I was like, you know what? Nope, <laughs> not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's. So I, I think mm-hmm. your Facebook. I think your Facebook thing applies. It's a similar principle. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What I was thinking about was that it was involving another person, but the difference to me is. I wasn't asking mom to also quit Facebook with me, which would have been the more You know what I Yeah, mean? well
1: like people team up to quit smoking. You were you... Right
0: or 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 people who run together mm-hmm. or whatever. People team up to quit um, running. To... <laughs> couch potatoes for life. Um yes, um couch solidarity. Fatness pals if you, you will. Oh my goodness. Heavens. Um Oh, I was trying to think of a snide comment, but I don't even have one. Um, <laughs> that's what I impose on my staff when I
1: buy cinnamon rolls and bring them in.
0: <laughs> if I'm having one, uh, you're having one.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Oh, man, office food days. I get so mad. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Rough stuff. Yeah.
0: I brought food, fruit, too. Oh, that's
1: good. Good of you. Yeah. Yeah, I I always I I mean, I'm not a super healthy eater, but like I wish, I wish, I wish alongside the um bean dip and cheese dip and pie and cake and cookies and corn chips and all that stuff that someone would oh. just go get like a tray with some pineapple and watermelon on it. It's
0: mm-hmm. like, Come on,
1: guys. Mm-hmm. Come on.
0: No, that's my deal. Yeah. I usually bring my go to breakfast snacks when I'm providing are usually mm. Cinnamon rolls because that's fun, oh, yeah. and fruit because that's good. Right. Well, and that's
1: the thing is like I'm gonna I'm gonna load up on all this all these carbs and all this fat, and then about two p.m. I'm gonna be completely useless for the rest of the day.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Bring mm. some
1: fruit, jerks.
0: Fruit jerks. <laughs> What's a fruit jerk?
1: Sounds like a, like a Sour Patch Kids knockoff. Mm-hmm. Like the Kroger some the type Kroger of Jolly brand rancher. of. <laughs> mm. Uh, Kroger brand fruit jerks.
0: they're the fruitiest.
1: They're the jerkiest fruits that ever jerked fruit.
0: Nope. 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 (laughs) Stop in there.
1: That's that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so gamification, what are you gamifying right now?
0: Well, I will actually, when I was thinking about this, because it's a much better example, um, Billy often gamifies his his task lists for a given day, especially when um, he has a longer stretch of time, say around the house. Um, and he, <laughs> I, I cleared this with him ahead of time so I could put his system um, <laughs> on display. Um, but he will he will take his tasks for the day. Let's say it's laundry and grading, and and then some of the reward stuff is. Um, Maybe playing quizzes online at Sporkle.com. I don't know if you know Sporkle.
1: Mm, it's I'm kind of a fun qu- guessing quiz. I'm guessing I'm probably not going to enjoy it as much as Billy does.
0: Well, it's like a a trivia quiz kind of site. I mean it's every sort of topic and and mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, it's a little quiz site. It's fun. Um but so that and maybe some video games will be the sort of reward things. Um, okay, now
1: you're speaking my language.
0: <laughs> video mm-hmm. games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah taking taking um, a quiz
1: online sounds like work
0: <laughs> no, like trivia and, I, and stuff you know <laughs> I,
1: I will play video games though that's that i can get behind.
0: oh my goodness um but yeah so he will he will take all these things chop them up into small segments so maybe it's 10 minutes of something or this many repetitions of whatever mm-hmm. or um five pages of, of a quiz or, or whatever um and then three Sporkle games or this many minutes of a, of a video game or something. Um, and do those sort of on a rotation. So he is constantly moving forward on everything, mm-hmm. but it keeps him very engaged and it keeps him very motivated. Yeah. Um, that's not something that I can always make work for myself. Again, like I think a lot of this comes back to what is personally motivating, um, whether that's rewards or accountability or yeah, or I mean solidarity, you know, with your you say accountability,
1: friends. but I would also I also phrase that a little more positively, you know, bragging rights.
0: Sure, sure, success, mm-hmm. co- yeah, winning. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: it's like the people mm-hmm. who who um, who tweet out, and I, not only do people do this, but now there are scales that will do this automatically. The people who do things like they tweet their weight every day. Oh wow! Um, you know, if you're if you're winning at that game. <laughs> You know, the, the, what you get out of that is, like, you know, bragging rights. Like, hey, I'm making this work.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, that, some of that stuff, and I, I I, don't know. Some people I know have running apps linked to their social media. Mm-hmm. So it's so-and-so just ran 2.6 miles, and then sometimes they'll have a little map even, mm. which is a little um, unsafe, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, um. <laughs> yeah.
1: Again, we're getting into the creepy. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Some of that stuff, I don't know. Because then again, it may be for yourself, but then why include an audience? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a choice people should make consciously.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, yeah, and I would, I would say the one other thing I'd say with that, too... Um, is I mean I would choose your audience carefully. I would also choose what you're choosing to measure carefully. Um, mm-hmm. I will I'll go back to something I've talked about on the podcast before. Um, a book that I don't think I don't think it used the term gamification, but it is big on gamification. Um, Franklin Covey's uh, The Four Disciplines of Execution um, by Chris McChesney and the other two guys. Um, and uh, it it has at its core like this very this very big gamification sort of oriented thrust and um, basically what it encourages um, people to do, and it says you can do this individually, but the book is really more about like a company or a team doing this is, you know, you need to figure out what you what 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 you should be measuring to put on your scoreboard in the first place and choose that very carefully mm-hmm. and then measure the heck out of it and hold people accountable. Um, and the the kind of score it encourages you to keep is uh, what they call a lead measure, Um, and I think I've Mm -hmm. described this before, but I'll mention it again. Um, it says the thing that you should be measuring, you know, you should also measure what they call your lag measure, but but you should as much as possible like make the game about the lead measure. And what the lead measure is, is it's the one that is predictive of achieving your goal that you can also influence. Mm -hmm. Um so, you know, for for weight loss, um calories consumed and calories burned would be would be lead measures you could track. You can also track your weight and you can tweet that out and that's helped for some people. But ultimately like like weight is the result of doing the things or not doing the things that you will need to do to achieve your goal. Um mm-hmm. you know, you can't do anything about it at the point where you're standing on the scale or at least you shouldn't. Um you need to have already done that, which means you need to already have been measuring if you want to have a good a good useful motivating scoreboard in a game you can win.
0: Mm-hmm. In a healthy in a healthy way, healthy way. especially in a healthy in way. This example.
1: Right. And it needs to be both of those things. It needs to be predictive and influenceable. Like in the weight loss example, your genetics might be predictive of how hard or easy it is to lose weight, but you can't do much about them. You know, you're mm-hmm. not going to change your DNA by thinking positive thoughts or, for that matter, by exercising. Um, your DNA won't get better. So it's predictive, but you can't, you can't get your arms around it. Um, and by the same token, like the number of steps that you have Laura Croft run on the screen, if you're playing Tomb Raider Go, um, is, is very influenceable. Like you're in control of the game. It's not predictive of you losing any weight though, cause you're not the one who's running. Yeah. You know, so you need both of those things.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Can you mm-hmm. tell which one yeah. of those two examples of measures that don't work? I thought of ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i I enjoy the all, max um no, you're right on though um that's something i've i've that idea of um that you're actually able to influence the thing you're trying to attain is important, and it seems simple on the surface, but it's something that I talk to students quite often about, especially in um areas like speech mm-hmm. um but I'm thinking too of a more general example would be. Um, if you are working hard at, um, uh, maybe increasing, um, how marketable you are as a professional, you are trying to ramp up your, um, your professional resume or experiences or whatever, Mm -hmm. the mark of that shouldn't be, even if it is something you want to do, shouldn't be, um, being offered a new job. Mm -hmm. That's not something you can control.
1: That's your leg measure.
0: Hmm. Hmm. But it's um, it can really set you up for some some crushing moments if you get those things in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, for sure. So, with students in competition, even it might be, oh, well, my goal um, is to qualify this event this weekend um, for the national tournament. But <laughs> that qualification is based on ranks you receive from judges. Right. So let's work backwards instead and think about okay, well, what would make this event more effective mm-hmm. in your, your definition and your vision for this event? Right. Um, and let's go for that because that should rank well right. as far as we can control it.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that might be something as simple as uh, what, are, what are the number of hours I've spent practicing in various conditions this week, um, mm-hmm. which you could track in my forensics pal.
0: <laughs> oh man! I think the the coaching staff, if they're listening, would absolutely love that because that way we could just keep tabs, and the students couldn't lie. Mm. Well, they could lie. Yeah, I
1: just need to find a couple um, developers and a designer, and we're going to be thousand heirs.
0: Yay! Maybe even hundred heirs
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm. Nailed it! Oot. Is that good? <laughs> oh, I think good enough. Okay, that's what I think
1: you have been listening to Priority. Once again, for complete show notes, or if you'd like to send us feedback via email or subscribe to the show, visit us on the web at priority.fm. If you enjoyed the program today, please go to iTunes and leave us a positive rating and review, as that will help new listeners find the show. Also, if you're interested in getting updates or communicating with us via tweets, follow us on Twitter, where we are at PriorityFM. That's at P-R-I-O-R-I-T-Y-F-M. Thanks again for listening. Um, And they talk about having to fill their rings and how, you know... they're they're doing those things more than they were before because they they don't want to miss a day.
0: So these these man friends that you know of are trying to populate a harem. Mm. Filling the rings?
1: No. Nope. Oh, nope. Nope. I'm saying no on that one too, but for a different reason.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can cut this all out. Yeah,
1: yeah.